Good morning. This is the Eager Beaver Show. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Well, good morning and hello, kids, and welcome to season three and episode, I'm going to guess, 208 of the Daily Beaver Morning Show. I have gone all hacker. <laughs> yes. Yes, you have. Ah, uh, uh, oh, man, yes, yes, fully clothed. Yes, I, I was causing some trouble before the show. We're a little late because uh, Mr. Grizzly forgot where he put his clothes. <laughs> That's I just what I got do. out of the shower. I finished shaving, and I'm like, "Where's, where's? I gotta put some clothing on. I can't, I can't do the show in my underwear." Well, I mean, I could, but you know, it, it's a bit of a panic then to get out the door by searching for your clothes at the last sec. Anyway, you know. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so people were wondering if it was a clothing optional show, so I figured I'd put on some extra to cover for you. Um, there you go. No, it's not not clothing optional today, folks. That's that's Monday's show. Yes, Mr. Beavers. Oh, good, 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 good. Keep them coming back. <laughs> Mr. Beavers about to write a manifesto. Commando kings. Everybody, stop being douches and just be fabulous. There's my manifesto. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not hard. I can get behind that. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, all right. Uh today, recording day is Thursday. Yes, which means I have rehearsal this evening. Uh September 14th, 2023. And uh it is going to be um actually late summer day here at the Beaver Lodge. Temperatures are not even going to hit 20 today for a change. Oh. Yeah, we're going to get up wow. to 19, but not 20. It's only 12 right now in Ottawa. Yeah. I'm going to have to wear a sweater to work. Yeah. Hence the hoodie. Mm. See, uh, I'll change my chapeau for the day. Because uh, because I wake up earlier than my beaver, sweetie. Uh, and I try to catch up on some bit of news to make sure that I'm like as up-to-date as possible before coming on the show. Um, I have to go to the garage in the morning <laughs> and the garage is not attached to the house. So there's a couple steps. So in the winter, it's, it's like, I'm like putting on like a blanket or something and like the boots and I'm just like hobbling over there. <laughs> I got a little space heater in there and, you know, uh, because it's just, I'm, Otherwise, all day long, they would be in these things, and that's not good for hearing. So I'd like... No, no, no. But at, no. you know, 6.30 in the morning, listening to something on a speaker while everybody in the house is sleeping is also a no, 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 no. <laughs> so, that's not good for your health either. Not good for my health either. So, uh, yes, the, the hoodie was required this morning. Uh, I'm your host, the Eager Beaver. Pronouns he, him. Hey, Mr. Beaveray. And with me, as always, is my good friend, Mr. Grizzly. Thank you to our podcast founding sponsors, The Pepper Master, The Misfy Mysteries from Corbin Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. And I'm getting better at doing that because uh, since I'm not in my usual station, uh, I have absolutely no script, so I have to remember I've got no place to look. <laughs> it's good, though. It's good. Just look at the camera. Yes. Hello. Uh, yeah, the camera's in a weird place, too. It's really, really high up because yeah. when Beaver Sweetie does this, some teaching, puts the whiteboard up there and so that we can see it all. So, I'm, yeah, I'm in a weird angle. Sorry for that, people. Um, all right. And uh, Mr. Grizzly, let's say good morning to you and ask, how is your mental health today? Oh, good morning, Mr. Beaver. My mental health, um, I think it's good. Okay. I, I woke up at 4.30 and couldn't get back to sleep. It just, you know, the alarm goes off at 5, but when you wake up half an hour early, it really throws you for a loop. So I'm kind of, I, I don't know where I am right now. I had a massive migraine when I woke up, but it's gone now. So, you know, thankful for that. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I'm okay. I, I'm not feeling, I'm not hating myself. So, you know, that's, that's a win as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Uh, I'm feeling okay. Um, except for one little thing. Um, yesterday, um, you know, when you work out and a certain part of your body starts to hurt. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, uh, when I played tennis the other day, uh, I noticed that there was something that I was taught in my lesson earlier that I had not been doing, which uh, is coiling all the way before hitting. I would stop here. Uh, so I did that the other day, and um, I know they're not, but my obliques are feeling ripped right now. <laughs> okay. Sit, every time I get up from sitting down, every time I'm, I'm just like, Ooh, whoa, I worked those, didn't I? 
apparently have been playing tennis wrong the last four years. Well, you learn like to play it right. It hurt. Well, you can remedy that. You can remedy that with some pumpkin spice dude wipes. <laughs> I, that's a real thing. That's a real product. No Plant source way. fibers. Yeah, it's a real product. Extra large dude wipes. Pumpkin spice. <laughs> so that's what they call it now. They call it dude. Dude wipes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah when you're done. Yeah. They Apparently they're flushable. I, I, I no, I they're not. Well, this is they say they are, but apparently, according to uh, according, see, it says flushable wipes, but um, according to uh, local uh, sewage uh, containment centers, they're like, no, they're not. They clog the things all the time. They're not biodegradable. You shouldn't be doing that. Okay, it might be a little early in this morning for this, and this might be kind of more casual Friday talk, but in our community, we just call. <laughs> Oh, I should not say that. No, no, no it's don't. Too it's too early. early. It's too early. Yeah, it's too early. It's too, it's too early. early. I bought a bidet. I bought a bidet at the start of the pandemic. Okay. Seriously, I bought a bidet in March of 2020 because... We bought one when uh, we moved in. To toilet paper wasn't available, so I just, you know... Same damn reason. <laughs> and, and you know what? It's awesome. It really is. It really is. Uh, oh, my God. Okay. And enough of that talk. Enough of that talk. Okay. The True North Eager Beaver for all your sanitary needs. Sponsors, please. <laughs> hey, I will take money. <laughs> yeah, but but I will. I, I don't know I, if I'd I, be willing to accept any money from these people. I don't know. Some wiping my ass with something that's flavored in pumpkin spice. That's just gone. That's too far, man. It's too far. That that is a bridge too far. Like really? See, why do why do I want a pumpkin spice flavored butthole? See, we're not like <laughs> like really. It's should, like dude wipes. They're supposed to appeal to the manly man. I don't really think that's what this product is designed for. Oh, David Moscrop, macho. Would, David Moscrop would disagree. <laughs> well, I, I, he I, likes I, I think this is everything. <laughs> I, I think this product is designed for a specific uh, group of society members of the male variety. Um, uh, I, I, I'm just saying. I um, see. I think it's cute that you think that the part of the, what you'd wipe is your backside with dude wipes. You put Isn't those. That... You put those in a gay men's store, <laughs> and those sell like under that name take That's out the, the thing under pumpkin spice and those sell like crazy <laughs> oh i've no doubt i i yeah I, I, baby wipes yeah I, I i believe someone at the network calls it when you're done with nature's sleeping pill and i will leave it there yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Enough of All that. Right. I fucking love pumpkin spice. <laughs> I fucking love pumpkin spice. I think Jen's got it nailed on the, oh, on the, on the dump, dumpkin spice. Exactly. There you go. See, this is why it's love, because you get me. <laughs> All right. Moving to the family-friendly portion of the show. That's probably a good idea at this point. <laughs> I 
can't. I can't. I can't. Well, I can't. Why did you start me off like that? I don't know. Just, I'm feeling jovial this morning. I'm particularly jaunty mood this morning. I have a jaunty cap on. Yes. Feeling particularly jaunty this morning. Yes, yes, you have a little mischievous uh, grin. All right. <laughs> Do you have anything else you'd like to start us off with? Um, Since we're already off the well, well, there's, there's, well, coffee. You know, I'm, I just ran out of coffee and, and uh, you know. It is cheaper than a defense attorney, um, but I, I just, I'm, I'm out of coffee. I, I didn't, I thought I had a full carafe and I don't, I'll have to make another pot, but I'm like, I'm not going to have time to make coffee. I'll have to wait till I get to the office. So I'm running on one cup of coffee this morning and uh, let's see how we make it through the rest of the day. All righty then. Okay. So, um, uh, yesterday there were sort of two things in the news, the sort of trivial stuff that's meant to distract us was the fact that some guy decided to use a PA system to make a partisan announcement on a plane and the plane was not a charter but it was an extra plane that was put on the flight on the schedule to accommodate so it was pretty much all of them and it was arranged beforehand but it was kind of a crazy thing or silly thing to do because it was on 9/11 no less. Mm -hmm. And then other people are now trying to do silly things like, oh, they are circulating images of the prime minister making an announcement on the freedom train mm -hmm. for emancipation day, which is the prime minister at a planned event making mm -hmm. an announcement about the event. To they don't equal day, each other as the prime minister does and then i think there was another one that was omar al gabra on mm -hmm. board of via train, train. Yeah. talking about plans to change and upgrades being made to via mm -hmm. which is something you would expect a minister of transport to do on board of train yes it's a stunt it's a gimmick but it's directly related to the they channel. were they were planned events directly related to what they were doing there exactly i don't okay. give a damn that skippy went off the rails on that on the plan i don't care i i really don't care yes it was partisan yes it was hateful yes it was bullshit yes it was more of his rhetoric exactly. i don't care exactly you want to boycott westjet go ahead i don't care exactly. i really don't yeah now if there was anybody on the plane who happened to not be conservative they may have been feeling um, threatened, perhaps. Well, maybe not threatened, but I mean, definitely not. Welcome. Hmm. Yeah, well, this might not be a time to speak up, but if there were some, they were either very, very polite to not do something to capture that viral video, to you know, to be captured mm -hmm. on that viral video moment. I've seen people on Twitter say, I would have yelled something. <laughs> so maybe, but here's the thing, right? It's no big deal, but I'm it's, it's, pretty mm -hmm. sure that like at a hockey game, mm -hmm. nobody, when they like put the camera and say, hey, the prime minister's here, like, like this, and some people don't even like that. I'm sure they don't want them to give the prime minister a mic at that moment. It, exactly. You come there for a hockey game. You come there for a basketball yeah. game. You've gone to the theater. You're not. You're a private citizen in that moment, basically. I mean, yes, you have a security detail because you have to when you go in a public space like that, right? It's just, 
And using a PA system like that on 9-11 is probably not the best look. It's a little insensitive. But then again, we're talking about somebody who has no sensitivity or humanity whatsoever. So right. that's and to be expected. And on the list of crass things he's done. Yeah, that's that's pretty. Yeah. So um, people are losing their minds uh, for some reason. Um, Jan Arden has become the target because she expressed Mm -hmm. she didn't think that that was okay like millions of other people but apparently well you know um as she said on her twitter account apparently i'm fat so my opinion doesn't matter well yeah. because the leading spokespeople of the conservative movement who are unleashing this on her for the last few years in canada like um doug ford and jason kenney and um stephen harper were what mm. So, um, hmm, it, uh, it can't be because uh, someone's carrying a lot of weight that makes it such that their opinion should be discounted because that's definitely not the case. And there's precedent for that. So it must be um, because one is either um, female or maybe um, a successful artist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Party doesn't seem to take too kindly to those types. No. Well, but that's so. I have my own issues with Jen, but I, you've mentioned that, but nobody deserves that. No, that was not right. It, look, it, here's here's the problem with these reformers because they're not conservatives. They're not. The problem with the reformers is they are really stirring up uh, the divide and the hate in this country. They're doing it more than anyone, and and that's a prime example of it right there. Mm -hmm. I mean, they pile on, they pile on, they pile on. They tried to pile on me, but I'm just, I just laugh at all of them. I laugh at all of them because they're so pathetic at it. They're not even good at it. Mm -hmm. They don't have a good insult game. They don't have enough snark. They're not very intelligent. I just laugh at them yep. and ignore them and go on my way. Yep. Well, and their people are the opinion that, as expressed here on the chat that uh you know she's been a little over the top in regards to veganism as well yeah all agreed okay um but she would be far from being the first mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right she just happens to have a platform and yeah. again of all the things you can be over the top about not killing another living eating other living creatures mm. Not something I need to get worked up about. <laughs> I mean, it's not my thing. I'm a carnivore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But freedom. Yep. No, no. Freedom for you me. Be a, you want to be a vegan? Be a vegan. You want to tell the world about the benefits and the virtues of veganism? Go right ahead. You want to be annoying about it? There's no law against that. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. It's like, do your thing, make the mm -hmm. world a better place in your own way. You know, I'm, I don't have to agree or I have nothing against it, even though it's something I probably would not practice myself, mm. but uh, there's no universe in my mind where I think more ethical treatment of animals or better treatment of animals, even those we do intend to eat, uh, is not a good thing. 
Well, the, you know, right. So, I, I, I don't have an I'm, issue with that at all. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, something, and often as with many cases, it's not the cause mm -hmm. it's methods. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. You've got to distinguish them often. I always say it's something I say often. It ain't what you do. It's the way that you do it. Sometimes what you want to do, your goal, your objective is great. It's wonderful. But how you go about it, case in well, point, that's hard. Everybody wants to build homes. Mm -hmm. But uh, could we do it without the underhand underworld? Just giving away well, public good did you hear it the other day he said we're everybody here talking we're going to build uh, 1600 square foot homes with a front and backyard for five hundred thousand dollars with a fully finished basement mm -hmm. uh, no you're not doug you're not building a damn thing your developer friends are to begin with the province of ontario is not building anything doug's developer friends are and if you can show me a 1600 square foot house with a fully finished basement, a front and backyard, and a paved driveway for half a million dollars. I have some oceanfront property in Saskatchewan for you for mm -hmm. sale. I'll give you a great price. <laughs> now, yesterday, after um, Q. Ian had a little fan fiction about the Prime Minister missing his own convention, I guess he didn't get the memo that the plane had taken off about 15 hours prior to him actually mm -hmm. tweeting that. You know, it's like, so now that the prime minister's not going to make his convention, how many people are going to start plotting for him to, it's like, because a light maybe went off on a plane? Um, precisely nobody. But, you know, if you want to rub one out and use a dude wipe on it, go ahead, buddy. Um, <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah, pretty uh, <laughs> you managed to slip it in. You managed to slip it in. <laughs> I'm yep. going to slide it in right to the top. Don't you remember that from White Snake? It was a White Snake. Yes. In the 80s. It's just, you know, and then these are the people that tell us to get a life. Mm -hmm. Well, just Nazi Caillou get... is just a, a pathetic pathetic yeah. hateful little man child who who seems to think uh, he's a journalist yeah. but let, let's he's just Ralph take, like, let's just like take two seconds and let that sink in that the person who tweets well gee you know now that his plane is late and he's missing is are we gonna have an like an a2 brutus moment telling other people that they need lives Let's just take a moment. Let that sink in. Let it sink. Let it sink. Let it sink. Let it sink. <laughs> Come I'm trying on, to do the, what was it? Let it. Let it. What was this? Was it? Let it flow. No. Let it slow. What, what was let the it song go. from? Let it go. That's oh, what I was trying to do. <laughs> yes. 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 Let it sink. Let in. it sink. Let it sink. In. Let it sink. Really uh, no mistake, I do not have video from the London thing yesterday. I'll see if I can find something. Though. But that's exactly where I'm going. So the Prime Minister and everybody had let known that there was going to be a big announcement on housing and that it was going to be uh, something uh, that's never been done before and that type of thing, a whole mm. new avenue. And uh, what was announced um, was immediately 
dismissed in a very interesting way. And it was in the, gee, that's it? That was the big announcement? Wow, gee, you sure overpromised and underdelivered. But I think strategically there might be something a little more clever going on to this, and uh, they're not getting credit. Um, yesterday, from a construction site in London, Ontario, the Prime Minister and the new Minister of Housing, Sean Fraser, announced $74 million in federal funding for the city. It is the first check that is being cut under Ottawa's $4 billion housing accelerator fund announced in 2021. Well, people are going to turn around and say, well, oh, you're only getting the money out now. Well, yeah, it generally takes about a year or two to set up a bureaucracy, mm. typically. Um, and, uh, well, the housing ministers are encouraging other cities to apply. He says, quote, if you want me to show up, if you want the federal government to show up with financial investments that will directly support your ability to build more homes, give us a reason. That's an interesting tone. Interesting tone. Now, um, you've got Jagmeet Singh, who um, says, Ottawa may be moving on the housing file, but the accelerator program was first announced during the last federal election in 2021. You've seen eight years of this liberal government not really take this seriously, says he. Now, I have a problem with him on this one, and I know that you do as well, Mr. Grizzly, uh, because he's doing that thing where he's adopting the conservative talking point, and he's mm -hmm. using it to skewer in order to uh, create a little bit of difference. Uh, now, he had a tweet out yesterday. Um, Oh, darn. Of course, now I can't find it. And I put it in my book box, too. Uh, he had a tweet out yesterday um, where he promised, he's doing the same thing, oh, there it is, as uh, Pierre Polyèvre. Mm. Oh, and by the way, I'm now going to try to make a point of saying Pierre Polyèvre because one of those other things that Anna did during her speech in order to fluff up Quebec mm. is that even though we all know that he was calling himself Polliver for mm -hmm. the longest time, and then he switched in her speech, he said, and in the province where everybody has always been able to correctly pronounce his last name. That's cute. He, 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 he incorrectly pronounced it or pronounced it. it look, it's his name. He could pronounce, pronounce it any Manitoba style if you're raised yeah. as Danglethon. Oliver. So, um, Jeff Polliver. <laughs> Polymer. So, uh, here's the thing about the Jeff. I saw a, a yearbook photo of him in high school that, and his name was Jeff Polyev. Now, I don't know if that was doctored or if it was authentic, but I did see that. Mm -hmm. So, I think that's where the Jeff is coming from. Whether or not that's true, I don't know. All right. So we have a tweet uh, from Mr. Singh here. Mm -hmm. And when conservatives got into power in Ontario, they removed rent control for new developments. This is the result, a $7,000 a month rent increase. Pierre Polyev will do the same for his big real estate buddies. They're his top donors. Justin Trudeau won't stop him. I will. That last part was not necessary. 
that last part was not necessary. And here's, it's, it's, it's provincial. Yeah. It's a provincial thing. He can't stop it. And now I call this stuff getting juggy with it. Mm. No, 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 no. Getting juggy with it. Um, I hate it when he does this. Yeah. He's, and, it should, he's ruining the brand of the New Democratic Party when he does it. But here's the other thing. And he's losing people along the way. It's ending that tweet with, I will. Yeah. Because <sighs> Pepe Von Snipes has been mm -hmm. ending a lot of his tweets with, I will. Mm -hmm. And here's so he's just the copying them. But here's the thing. You, Mr. Singh, and you, Mr. Podiev, keep on saying that you will stop provincial premiers from doing things in fields that are constitutionally their exclusive domain. Right. But just like Le Pew, Mr. Singh, you never say how. How will you stop Ford, Mr. Singh? Plans, details. This is what your fourth election that you're going into mm -hmm. as head of the party. You've been around for some certain number of years. If after all of these years, and that's the same thing for Padiet, in government, you are going to say you will, and you do not yet have an outline of a plan. You haven't yet started to work on that, something that you can tell us other than he's not doing it. I will. It's hot air, and we don't want to hear it. No. Plans, methods, details, strategies, budgets. Give us that. That's what we're actually concerned about. Informed voters are. But right now he's going after the uninformed voter. Pierre's been the ones who don't know civics. Pierre's been in the House of Commons for nearly 20 years. Jagmeet's been in there for what? 10? At least 10? 10 to 11? No, I don't think so. Well, eight years at least. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All the time that Trudeau's been there, and I think he was there before. No, 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 not the whole time Trudeau's been there. No, not the whole time Trudeau's been there? Okay. No, no, no. no okay. No, no. It just seems like it. <laughs> I'll just say. Um, there's no excuse. None of you are fresh daisies here. It's a government. 2019, he became a member of parliament for Burnaby South. He was an MPP okay. prior oh, to yes. this. Yeah. That's right. Right. 20, 2011 to 2017, he was a member of, uh, for Bramalia Gore Malton. Okay. So, so then it'll probably be his third election, then not his fourth. Um, yeah. Assumed office uh, February 25th, 2019. Yeah. 2019, 2021. So it will be his third. Yeah. Um, there might be two years to go. Mm hmm. You can't coast on he's not, I will, for two years. And particularly the conservatives, because we know that they do not like to actually release platforms anymore. Mm -hmm. Or mandate letters. So, I mean, how are you going to do that? Yeah, really. So, I mean, you can't, you can't run on, you can't maintain a 14-point lead, let's put it that way, for two years with he's not doing it, I will. It's, it, it won't work. Right. So, we need to start asking how i will beg fix that how i will fix housing how i will give you a powerful check how how are you going to do it no, I really how that's the I question that's it. never getting asked well and that's the thing it's like stop with these 
with these false platitudes. It, it's, it, it serves nobody any real purpose. And all it does is just piss people off because you're not giving us any real answers to any of the questions we're asking you. Yeah. What about housing? I'll fix it. How? No, tell me how. What's your plan? Lay something out for me right now. How are you going to fix this problem? Because constitutionally speaking, that's the responsibility of the province. And they download that to the municipality. Yeah. So um, are you going to get into municipal politics after you invade provincial politics? Because you can't do that. Right. Right. Now you've got PP being completely useless by making quips like under, sorry, under Trudeau, Canadian homes cost over 50% more than U.S. homes, and you can now buy a castle in Sweden for a lower price than a two-bedroom in Kitchener. Okay, completely useless, completely irrelevant. Different economies, different cultures, different, different policy, different everything. Different taxation, different treatment of health care, just, just completely useless. Contributes absolutely nothing worth it. They're interesting tidbits, they're anecdotes, they're whatnot. They mean nothing. It's just dumb. It's just well, and he, he's, going, he's, he's pandering to the loco, right? The loco, lowest common denominator. Yeah. The uninformed individual who will get fired up over some slogan like, bring it home, yeah. which doesn't mean a damn thing. Right. So, but here's the thing. And also the CMHC has come out with a report yesterday saying that we are actually building homes faster. However, because of immigration, all immigration, immigration, asylum seekers, refugees, put it all together. Yes. And we also bring in foreign students and foreign workers. Mm -hmm. um, it's not enough. I mean, before we were building, you know, if we could be, we, before we needed to build about 15,000 homes, per a certain amount of time in order to keep up with that. It's like, now we have to build 40,000 mm. to end, to meet for demand and supply to meet, not surpass each right. other by the end of this decade. So this is going to be at least a seven year thing from now. So when PP says, I'm going to solve this, CMHC says it's going to take at least seven years at least. Yeah, so how, how is he going to do that? Unless we build even faster than what the CMHC says that we have to build at to meet that target. So, so we're not now. Are, are we going to start, are we going to start doing, uh, remember that hospital they built in three weeks in China? Yeah. At the start of COVID? Yeah. Is that what we're going to start doing? Well, that's where they're suggesting some prefab, some modulars, get some stuff out. Well, I'm, I'm fine with that. Right. I, I have no issue with that. Let's make it happen. Let's bring back strawberry boxes. Exactly. Right. This whole uh, you're gonna you're gonna have a sixteen hundred square foot home with a fully finished basement, a paved parking lot, a paved driveway, and a front and backyard for half a million dollars. Okay, now first off, half a million dollars, whether you like it or not, is still a lot of money. Yeah. It's outside of my That's area of affordable. affordable for who? For somebody middle class. Where I bought right now, where we are right now, two years ago at the height of COVID when the prices are crazy. It's like mm -hmm. Nowhere near 500. Right. Right. Nowhere near 500. So um, I don't know what he's talking about. 
Um, no, I know it's Toronto and stuff like that, but I mean, the, uh, people need housing all over, right? Like in Timmins and Sudbury too, right? Like, mm-hmm. like the, those green belt help, those green belt homes are not going to help anybody in Oshawa and Kitchener and Windsor. Or... Eastern Ontario. Yeah. So, you know, Thunder Bay. That's what I mean. There's no plan for the entire province. He just seems to have a plan. No, there. no. Well, no, you know, Doug's universe. Okay. Ontario is the GTA. So that's it. Right. Now, here's the thing, the point where I think that this strategy might be brilliant. While you've got Pierre saying that the CMHC is a gatekeeper, just before the CMHC says that the government's actually, well, the government, that housing is actually being built faster at the moment. It's just not keeping up with the rates of immigration. Uh, Now, the immigration minister has been saying that they're willing to look at immigration rates to see if maybe if they have to change that to make that match, that's probably something that they can do that would help a lot. but then you're going to have the trade-off about enough workers. And same thing, the idea that they floated about capping uh, foreign students as well, if you're not funding the universities to build more housing or colleges on their campuses, then, um, right? If you stop... Well, I know that Carlton U is building a new uh, student yeah. residence. But they're depending on them because they charge, they pay so much more for tuition. So if you cap the students, then uh, who's making up the shortfall for the university? That funding's going to have to come from somewhere. So is the government going to get back into the game? Are the provincial governments still going to make up that shortfall? So so it's very, very tricky. Um, but here's the thing. It's like, this one project, this announcement, was to build 2,000 homes on the way. Mm-hmm. London wants to build 50,000 by the end. This is to start to build 2,000 homes. The city of London says that before the pandemic, they had about 300 homeless people. They have about 2,000 homeless people now. So this one is to at least meet the homeless deficit. And the prime minister Mm -hmm. has been framing this as, we can defeat homelessness if we all work together. We have done it before and we can do it again. So he's dividing the whole strategy, the first one in terms of homelessness, and then moving on. Um, every city he goes to where he's going to be making an announcement where he's funding the municipalities directly by passing the provincial governments, mostly conservative provincial governments, who mm-hmm. haven't been directing federal money on a whole bunch of files where it should go. And you have the leader of the opposition calling the people to whom the prime minister is distributing the money gatekeepers. And you've got Doug Ford, every time he's going out making a housing announcement, us reminding him and reminding all of us of his dirty green belt deal while the prime minister's going out and making a housing announcement every time. And it's a direct infusion to the city mm-hmm. over and over and over again. But for the prime ministers, for every municipality throughout Canada, for us, Doug Ford is just limited to Ontario and everywhere he goes, it's scandal. So the prime minister can make more announcements. And flood this out. Mm-hmm. And if they do it with this happy warrior, hey, we can defeat homeless everyone all together. And then you got some people going, ah, bah, 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 bah. over time, over two years. Ooh, somebody's been thinking. Yeah, long game. Somebody's been thinking. Just putting it out there for people who need a little hope. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. They're all trashing it. Yeah, that's it. Hope is a four-letter word. Well, but in every city, 
when you go to every city and you make it, then 2,000 here, 5,000 here, 3,000 here, another five, 1,500 here. Mm -hmm. And that's just for the first ones. And then people start seeing some things being built and then they come back and announce the next round. And now because mm -hmm. there are things being built, there's some credibility because they started small. Uh, this may be very, 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 very smart. Just putting it out well, there. You know, so there's talk about tiny homes, and I believe there's a small tiny home community in either Fredericton or Moncton. Somebody could have to correct me on that. It might be Fredericton. Uh, it's a small tiny home community, and the people who live there love it, and they're, they've taken pride in their tiny homes. Mm -hmm. and, and I thought, that's kind of cool. It works well, and they like it, and it has everything they need, and it's comfortable, and it's warm, and it's cool in the summer because mm -hmm. they do have air conditioning because, let's face it, you it can get stiflingly hot in this country in the summertime. Mm -hmm. Some areas more so than others. Mm -hmm. Now, what I saw the last time I was in Geneva a few years ago was um, an, an entire apartment block made out of um, uh, shipping containers, mm -hmm. sea cans. Yep. The whole thing. And they were all stacked on one another. It had outside uh, walkways. So, you'd, you know, you'd, there'd, there'd be like a, basically a long balcony. It was a walkway stairwell. There was probably a hundred of them in this block and there was four blocks of them. And this was built on a university campus. And I thought, you know what? That could be quick and easy to do. Yes, you have to, you have to, um, you have to strip the paint out of the inside of them because it's, uh, the paint that they use on them is hazardous to human health mm -hmm. because it is designed to, to prevent corrosion, i.e. rust, because they're at sea with salt water. So you have to strip them. So that's a process. But that can be done relatively quickly. Uh, then outfitting them, you, you bring in prefab panels with everything in the panel. So you can make those prefab panels relatively. And what I'm saying is we could do this. Oh, yeah. We can do this if the will is there. Yep. The problem is the will isn't there because developers run this country, whether you like it or not. And, and I mean, case in point, look at the green belt in Ontario. Developers run this country. It's a, it's true. I wish it wasn't the case, but it really is true. And the government is beholden to them. Yeah. And I know people don't like hearing that, but it's a fact. Yep. Yes, it is. And, and I'm not talking like, you know, I've, I've seen shipping container homes that are like, four or five stacked in different ways to no 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 like a single uh 58 or 60 foot one like 20 or 30 meters about 20 meters i think is what they are mm -hmm. get a 20 meter uh, single can you can turn that into it's like a like a trailer if you will yep like in trailer parks yep. as in trailer park boys yep. you can do that and you can make really nice housing out of that and i've seen it i've seen it done in person mm -hmm. not built but the finished product yeah and, and you can go online and find some of those communities that they've built throughout Europe, and it works. Yep. It works. It works well. And the people who live in them think it's great. And oh, by the way, what's the sound like? Well, they're insulated, and they're very thick, strong steel. <laughs> like, right. it, they're pretty solid. Yeah, they're pretty solid. Uh, Mr. Grizzly, how are we doing for time? Uh, we got about 10 minutes. We got about 10 minutes. All right. Because um, when you were talking about uh, heat, it just... Uh, uh, made me think of a story that I had heard. Um, there was uh, some research uh, being done. Actually, a CBC did an investigation where uh, they put sensors 
uh, temperature and humidity sensors in 50 homes in five cities over the course of the summer. And they found out that some Canadians are living at temperatures experts consider unsafe, sometimes for days at a time with little or no relief, even at night. Uh, mm -hmm. Professor Glenn Kenny at the University of Ottawa says, there's no question we have to be concerned. Uh, he studies the effects of heat and humidity on the human body. And he says that temperatures above 26 degrees Celsius can be dangerous for seniors and people with underlying health conditions. He says, your body has to try to lose more heat and your heart has to work harder to try and enhance that heat dissipation. So as you get above 26, it becomes more stressful on the body. Um, and uh, Dr. Aaron Orkin, an emergency doctor in Toronto, says it is time for us to start thinking about air conditioning in the same way we think about clean air and clean water, access to medications and access to health. Um, because if you can't even get relief at night, um, you know, yeah. X number of days, six, seven days at uh, 30, when your body's not supposed to take 26, and also as you get older, right, your ability to sweat is reduced. So your self-cooling mm -hmm. mechanism is not like when you are young, when you are younger. Um, but uh, well, and and let's let's add something else to that, which might not be immediately considered is, as the cost of living keeps increasing, the cost of everything keeps increasing. People are finding ways to save money. So what do they do? They start eating um, less nutritious food mm -hmm. so that their belly is full. Yeah. What happens then? It just gets turned into fat. Mm -hmm people become unhealthy in that respect. And then you, you become rather lethargic from it. You lose your will for exercise. You walk less, you cycle, you do the, you do, you get less exercise. And as a result, your body can't cool down because you're now carrying extra weight because you've been eating garbage food because you can't afford to buy healthy nutrition. Like it's a never ending cyclical thing. Here. Exactly. And, uh, the reason why people are looking into this is because during the heat dome two years ago, uh, in BC, where 619 people died. Most yeah. of them died while indoors. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's a serious issue. And, 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 you know, the other consideration there is like, okay, we're, we're going to have to do this with green energy because if we're, if we're heating and cooling every house in Canada, which we're going to have to do in this part of the country, people who, who live in Eastern Ontario or Southern Ontario for that matter, uh, and, and Quebec, all throughout the province of Quebec, period. It, it gets crazy hot in the summer and stupid cold in the winter. Mm -hmm. So you have to heat and cool the house. And you don't have a choice in the matter. It's a matter, literally, of life and death. Yeah. So we have to find, you know, ways to build up our, our green energy grid so that we're not polluting more because, let's face it, if we, if Canada was the population of the United States of America, we'd need another planet Earth. Mm -hmm. But that's why these things have to be conditions in this new housing, particularly for university campuses, student housing, because here mm -hmm. uh, the, in Kingston, I know there are some projects, uh, condos that were built, but were built in such a way that they knew that students mostly would take them. So they didn't. So they didn't cool put air conditioning probably. in them. They built these new buildings and then put air conditioning in them. They saw, well, you know, they're only going to be here eight, 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 eight months a year and not during the summer. So why bother? And it's just like, no, it's <laughs> just don't do that. We can save a couple of bucks this way. Yeah, seriously. That's all it is. That's all it is. Man. Uh, Mr. Grizzly, um, do we have, oh, I, I just wanted to, actually, yeah, no, we're good. Um, do we have a show? 
Yeah, I just want to go back to this one thing because oh, we yeah. started off the show in this way, this one little thing, this sort of a cyclical thing. <laughs> they said a mask and gloves were enough to go to the grocery store. They lied. Everybody else had clothes on. Uh... Since I started the show talking about how I did not have clothes on, I thought it would be funny to end it on that. Ah, good. Ah, darn. Now I'm going to spoil it. What? I remembered one thing I wanted to say about Jagmeet. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> the, Go ahead. The other thing that upset me about Jagmeet was mm. if housing truly was this important priority for him that he's saying that it is now, mm. why was it not a term of the supply and confidence agreement? Well, it should have been. He got dental care. He got a little bit of stuff on GHGST. Mm. No, this is just a buzzword thing right so, now he's just falling they're just they're just copying the cpc playbook but and i don't so, i don't care for it but that's where I'm, that's the thing that hit me was like okay we're juggy come lately here mm -hmm. as well so um yeah i'm not happy with him on this one this one seems a little a little opportunist a little opportunist yeah yeah uh all right that's the end of this episode of the Daily Beaver Morning Show. Uh, we hope that you love listening to us because we love making this for you. Um, because sharing is caring, please let your peeps and poops know about us. And because democracy is something that you do. Uh, if you are in Manitoba, please, again, make sure, check to see if you're registered to vote. And uh, start talking to your friends and uh, maybe people who don't usually vote uh, about uh, voting this time around. And, uh, you know... Uh, Especially if you're you're concerned about trans kids in Manitoba, mm. uh, please donate to the Red Cross. Also, uh, uh, the Canadian government has announced that Canadians who make donations to the Red Cross for earthquake relief efforts in Morocco, as well, where uh, 2,900 people have died after a strong 6.8 earthquake shook most of the uh, nation on Friday. Um, uh, the federal government will match donations uh, up to $3 million there. So if you want to do that, uh, if you are donating to um, the wildfires, I believe Air Canada uh, now has a matching program. They've joined in. So they're going to uh, double your donation or double the funds or match up to a certain amount. So uh, if you uh, want to give, this would be a good time because you'll get more bang for your buck. <laughs> uh also uh write to your mps as always so just take care of all of that um if you would like to subscribe and make sure that you don't miss an episode our pod page sponsored by the ray girl can be found at podpage.com slash the true north eager beaver lowercase letters with a hyphen between each one of those words or you scan that qr code just under my chin and uh, that will break you there and uh, since you're subscribing to stuff, uh, why not make like Kit Elaine and subscribe to our True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated YouTube page. Uh, that's where you can find our shows. Uh, our podcasts are there because those are not uh, released on audio. Uh, so you can check those out as well as some uh, shorts. Uh, so uh please subscribe we appreciate it if you come uh like share subscribe what you see there and if you appreciate our content and you like what we do and you would like to encourage us to do more the squiggly that's by mr grizzly's head will bring you to our coffee page that's coffee ko-fi.com slash eager beaver lowercase letters all in one word and that's where you can contribute to the eager beaver lodge hydration fund to make sure that we remain 
I know, Jen, I know you want me to say it, but I'm going to opt for humected today. <laughs> if you scan that, if you scan that little stamp I'm holding up, I got yeah. a stamp here, hmm? little stamper. That is um, our YouTube QR code. It'll take you right to the YouTube channel. I know you're watching on YouTube right now, but uh, just, you know, I'm going to so be stamping cool. stuff. That's so cool. That's so cool. I love it. Okay. Um, I think I know a lot of people will, will go. I don't know what that is, so I'm not going to scan it. But human, human, uh, but some will. curiosity gets the better of us. Some, some will. Curiosity meet cat, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or cat meet curiosity. Uh, anyway, from the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager Beaver saying, uh, "It could be a tough world out there." I, I, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> know what happened there <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute. Not my oscar speech yet not... <laughs> Played you off. i don't know what happened there i didn't i didn't hit the button it's weird <laughs> uh, kid like why did you go quiet what happened i don't uh, know what happened uh, from the beaver lodge this is your you're saying it could be a tough world out there they even play you off your own show yeah. so please be kind to and gentle with yourself mr chrisley some words of wisdom please take your vitamins and drink plenty of water that's all I got for today. All right. I'm empty headed. I've only had one cup of coffee. I'm barely functioning as a human being right now. No worries, no worries, no worries. Uh, I see that we have Kit James here and uh, Kit PNC said good show just yesterday, James. I didn't see yesterday's show, uh, James, but I've been watching a few more of them over the past few weeks and uh, you've been nailing it, dude. Yeah, I haven't seen yesterday's yet. I saw that it was on, but I didn't have the time to get to it. So good quality content. So, uh, yeah. Good on you. You're doing good stuff. All right. Uh, Mr. Grizzly, please roll the credits. I just got to find them. Oh, there they are. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries, featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum. And The Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Mr. Grizzly, ask me why I'm dancing. Why are you dancing? Yesterday, Team Canada was playing against Team Italy at the Davis Cup, and uh, Alexis Gallarneau, ranked 200 in the world, defeated Lorenzo Sonega, number 38 in the world, and then Gabriel Diallo, number 157 in the world, defeated Lorenzo Musetti, number 18th in the world, and then our doubles team of Gallarneau and Vasek Pospisil defeated the Italians' doubles team for a 3-0 sweep. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Boom. Today we take did, on Sweden. Didn't Canada win the Davis Cup last year? We did. We did. Yeah. But because everybody's injured, 
Mm-hmm. It, it's not Felix. And I mean, Dennis is there, but he's not. Yeah, it's not but, the usual. So, uh, not the usual cast. And we have to win at least two of the three uh, to move up to the next round. So people were wondering, mm, maybe is it going to be possible? Uh, because Italy and uh, uh, the other nation, I can't remember off the top of my head now, that we're playing are, uh, have, uh, are pretty strong. And uh, boom, went in and got it done. The next gen is here. Cool. Boom. All right, kids, have a good day. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.